All right, so now we're going to move into our lightning question round. So, uh, starting with our first... sound effect, is there a sound effect? <laughs> we should actually. You can use that one. <laughs> Nathan's like, I don't need your help designing this thing. <laughs> Welcome to the Human Insight Podcast, where we help you bridge the empathy gap to bring you a valuable new understanding of some of the most innovative ideas and trends shaping the future of business and customer experience. Hi there, I'm Nathan Isaacs, producer of the Human Insight Podcast. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know Janelle asked our guests about a book they've recently read and would recommend. In this episode, we rounded up all those recommendations from the past year and share them with you. Whether you're looking for a holiday gift you're planning your 2022 strategy and are looking for some help, or just want to get in some quality reading over the holidays. Before we jump into our guest recommendations, I should also note that five of our past guests are also authors of some great books themselves. In episode 22, we interviewed Teresa Torres, author of Continuous Discovery Habits. In episode 11, we interviewed John S. Couch, author of The Art of Creative Rebellion. And in episode 12, we interviewed Tamara Adlin, co-author of the Persona Lifecycle books. Murals Jim Callback, who was part of our roundtable discussion in episode 16, is the author of several books, including most recently The Jobs to Be Done playbook. Finally, April Dunford from episode 20 is the author of Obviously Awesome, How to Nail Product Positioning So Customers Get It, Buy It, and Love It. You may also remember that Dan Storms, back in episode 13, used Obviously Awesome along with Clayton Christensen's Competing Against Luck to help refine Cook Unity's framework for customer listening that, among other results, saw a 50% increase in conversions. Up first is Raina Mehta, who's Vice President and Head of Product and UX at Kaplan. Janelle interviewed Raina back in Episode 10. Okay, um, I just finished uh, BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits, it is a, I'm a BJ Fogg fan because his approach to behavioral, um, you know, product design is, is really simple and interesting. I talk about, you know, three mm-hmm. unlocking human behavior, ability, motivation, and triggers. So I recommend that one. It's a, it's a good read. Next, we hear from John S. Couch, former vice president of UX and design at Hulu, talking to Andy and Janelle back in episode 11. Yeah, there's a, a book. I don't know if it has a, uh... I think it has relevance for anybody. It's um, there's an author named Stephen Pressfield. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he, he he wrote a book before called the the War of Art, not the Art of War, but the War of Art. But a book that I read recently of his was called uh, Turning Pro. It's an interesting thing for me because there's an idea that there's a thing you do oftentimes, which is a shadow career. You know, you do a job which kind of fulfills maybe eighty percent of what you really want to be doing. Uh, and the example in Hollywood, for example, would be, you know, he gave is like an entertainment lawyer took the job of being a lawyer because it's safe, but they love storytelling. So they they work in the entertainment industry, you know, doing work for writers, producers and actors. But what they really want to be is a writer, producer and actor. But what they're doing is they're working kind of t- tangentially to that. And I, I think what's interesting about what Steph- Stephen Pressfield writes about in Turning Pro is when you move from amateur, which is that kind of interest into pro. And you completely move away from the idea of like, I'm going to service this thing into actually doing it, you know, which is one level kind of cool because you're near the fire, 
but you're never going to be the artist unless you give yourself that chance. And most people, there's this terrifying moment of kind of moving from like the safety of doing a job that you can do to actually giving yourself the opportunity to do the thing you really want to do, which may have high risk, you know, but has high reward, which is kind of what I'm doing right now, actually, is I'm, I'm switching away from working in large corporations uh, to doing it on my own, you know, so Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, I think is a good one. And here's Tamara Adlin from episode 12. It was Adlin and Janelle who you heard in this episode's opening, suggesting we need some intro music. What are your thoughts? Do we need some or not? Adlin is chief product officer at Blockchain Ventures and a C-level strategy and CX consultant. We've talked a lot about the the history and evolution of of our field and you know, I'm interested and our listeners are likely interested as well. Uh, is there a book that captures the evolution of our field or are there people uh, that listeners should sort of look into to understand the progress that they've made for the field? Well, there are two things I want to mention. One is an amazing book called User-Friendly, and it's by Cliff Quang and Robert Fabricant, and I love it so much. Um, The other thing I want to mention is I did a project uh, back in 2006, 2007, and it's published on uxpioneers.com. I realized that everyone in our field was a weirdo. (laughs) And it started from a non-UX background because there was no UX background. So I started to do interviews with some of the amazing um, pioneers in our field, and I recorded them, and I transcribed them. So far, there's only about 18 of them up there, and I have another 18 that I have to publish. I have to find someone to help me edit those. But that's available to anyone, anytime, and, and that's a fun place to go and look at what what every interview starts with what what's the first thing you remember fascinating you and we go from there to how did you help to create the field of user experience next we hear from dan storms cook unity's chief product officer yeah book um i would suggest one called never split the difference it's by chris voss and um Basically, this this one um, has been helpful for me. So I've, I've, I would say I reread it recently. Um, I've read it before, and so I sort of validate it as helpful. Which is, um, it takes a it's an approach on uh, negotiating, which is a very kind of empathetic approach. And so anybody who, who wants to negotiate better, I think, should read it. But also, if you want to do things like ask survey questions better, right? Like it's also there's a lot of really good or do interviews better. There's a lot of really good tips in there that that are that are actually very universal. And so an example of that that has been very useful for me is. Um, if you're interviewing somebody or negotiating with somebody and I'm trying to learn more, um, you you can ask open-ended questions and kind of like, oh yeah, you, you know, people know to do that. But instead of asking why questions, which tend to land as very um, challenging and then people get defensive when they respond to why questions, you ask what and how type questions. And so like very immediately, and it was immediately I was able to put that into action. And like, I was like, oh yeah, people are you know responding in this really open way that I didn't expect. Whereas if I asked a why question, I sort of closed off and, and, uh, and, and didn't respond as, as well. And so there's, there's like dozens of tips like that, that you're just like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how I didn't know this before. And it really makes a big difference, but it's also empathetic, which I appreciate, right. As it wasn't like, it's not like a poker game, uh, 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 you know, how to, how to win, right. It's much more about like how to, how to make sure both sides win in, in a very empathetic way. So for me, that was, it's like a really, uh, great insight into that, that, um, sort of black art. In episode 14, Janelle interviewed Sean McKee, the former director of e-commerce and CX at UK footwear retailer, Shoe. 
Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to recommend a book that's related to customer experience or e-commerce. That's, I'm gonna. I'm fine. gonna. Uh, life is too short. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna recommend a book that is. I've actually got it here, so I could show it to you. So it's called 1971: Never a Dull Moment, and it traces 1971 through the rock albums of 1971. It's by David Hepworth, and so if you're interested in the Rolling Stones, Carl King, absolutely pivotal albums in the sort of in the lexicon of rock music this is a good book uh led zeppelin it's a pretty decent book and he traces oh. the year through through key music from that year so i've i found that particularly good recently next we hear from susan rice the vice president of ux at workiva well, depending on where, you know, where you're focused and what have you, um, I'm in the middle of Jobs to be Done by Jim Callback. So having read different articles and and what have you previously, it's funny, I'm also halfway as of last night through, I don't know if you saw that, but the debate between Jim and Jared Spool about Jobs to be Done. So I'm halfway through that as well. So um, I'm interested to hear about the, the second half of that. But um yeah, Jobs to be Done has been really great for our organization, and we're um, we're actively introducing that into Workiva so that we can really take an agnostic approach to understanding our customers and the opportunities they have. Because not because of how where Workiva sits in, you know, in terms of that. In, in terms of that picture, but that we can just identify opportunities regardless and agnostic to our platform to help us unlock even new things we hadn't considered previously. So this is just, I find the book is really practical, you know, actionable, all those things. And it's been helpful for us as we're in this, the Jobs to be Done journey for us. Christian Idiotti is one of my favorite speakers. He joined us in episode 17. I just finished uh, No Rules Rules by Reed Hastings and Aaron Meyer, kind of the Netflix thing. It, it really reinforces this idea of, you know, lead by context, not control uh, in some ways, which is the basis for empowered teams. Um, you know, it's, it, it's good to see it well articulated, kind of what it looks like in a company at scale, um, because often everybody argues, oh, we're not small, you know, we're not that startup anymore. This never work at this big company. Uh, but you can see culture and mindset permeate even as a company grows and they have flexibility to adopt that and learn from it. So, so that's, a, that's a book that I, I have enjoyed reading. i um, still in the midst of reading this book, but I've just really loved it. It was actually recommended uh, by another partner, um, Cast, uh, The Origins of Our Discontent. Uh, it's by Isabel Wilkinson. Um, it's uh, really a phenomenal narrative on the underpinnings of discontent uh, in the world. And um, uh, given the light of some of the social issues that we're facing today, it, it really tried to go much deeper into what may be driving a lot of the discord and, and separation. And um, it's been a fun read. I've just been marinating on it uh, as I go through it. Here is Catherine Richards, head of design at Tesco Bank. Janelle interviewed her in episode 18, and here she discusses returning to a book she had previously read to tackle a particular problem. I'm actually rereading a book. Um, so it's Creativity Inc. It's quite an old one by Ed Catmull, but I read it a few years ago on holiday, but 
I'm now reading it with a specific purpose because we're trying to overhaul our design rituals in Tesco Bank. And so I remembered that that book had some amazing ideas in it. So I'm rereading it with a specific um, intent in mind. Season three kicked off with Janelle's interview with April Dunford in episode 20. You know, I, I was I had a long vacation recently and I read a whole bunch of books, but they were mainly just fiction books. And so uh, people were recommending a lot of books to me. Like I read um, everybody's talking about the metaverse. So I read Snow Crash, which is a really old book that the guy where the guy invented the concept of the metaverse. And, you know, it was good. And, and that bit where he talks about the metaverse was good, but it was, it was a really poorly written book. It kind of bugged me that way. And then yeah. I read a book called The Gentleman in Moscow, which was um, you know, the topic, not so interesting to me, but it's so beautifully written that it kind of, it was a good counterpoint to the other one. And I read yes. Claire and the Sun because all the tech people are reading that one because there's an artificial intelligence character in there. Um, but the book I'm reading right now is called 4,000 Hours and it's a business book and it's, it's written by a guy who's an expert in time management. And his whole thing is kind of like, look, you're always going to have too many things to do. So what you really need to do is just stop doing a whole bunch of things. And so it's conceptually, I think it's really interesting. I've not quite done it yet, though. Next up is Emily Carrion, VP of Marketing at Esper from episode 21. One that comes to mind is Who, Not How. Uh, so it's a book by Ben Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And it basically talks about and this really resonated with me because often like got a problem, like how do I solve it? And their whole message is instead of getting into solution mode, think about who can help you. So is it someone that's already been through that before that you could pick their brain for 15 minutes and you're eons ahead of where you would have started? Or is it someone that literally can take something off your plate because they are an expert in that area? So as we're growing the team and, you know, my responsibilities are shifting, we're all leveling up um, as leaders. That's something that's very top of mind to me is like, who, who's my, who, where's my, who, who can help me with this? Here is Teresa Torres with her book recommendation. I just read Think, Think Again by Adam Grant. Uh, he's an amazing author, super engaging. He's a good researcher. So it's, it's pretty grounded in evidence and it's all about how to help people question their position. So rather than me, let's say one of us is an anti-vaxxer and one of us is not, and we're trying to have a conversation around it. Usually we attack each other, right? Um, the book is really all about how do you ask questions with from a curiosity mindset to help someone uh, reconsider their own perspective. Really powerful. And in episode 23, Carlos Gonzalez de Villambrosia, founder and CEO of Product School, shared his recommendation and why it was so helpful for him. I do have a book that I read and I love, and it's called Connect. It's from a um, coach called Carol, Carol Robin. She is a professor at Stanford and created this class called Interpersonal Dynamics. This book, Connect, is really life-changing for me because it talks about how to connect with people, how to enhance your relationships, not just with your workmates, but also with your family. And... For me, that's something that I struggled with. And I, as a, as a founder, you know, I, I used to believe that everything was a distraction. I had to go all in and I burnt out multiple times. I didn't take care of my health, my mental health. And, and, you know, now I try to be much more aware and invest much more time into building meaningful connections. And last but not least, I want to recommend User Tested by our podcast co-host and co-authors, Janelle Estes and Andy McMillan. 
In their book, you'll discover why the company that offers the best customer experience always wins, and that real, three-dimensional people can't be reduced to data points on a graph. The book is being released on February 15th, but you can pre-order it today on your favorite bookseller's website. Links to all the books are in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Want to keep the conversation going? You can visit our podcast hub, usertesting.com slash podcast, and check out past episodes. If you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, or Google Play, so you can never miss a good episode. And if you enjoyed today's show, please share it with a friend or leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts.